What's from Norway? It says, uh, I don't know what even website it says. It says Norway Arts, Gaming Hobbies, TV, and Film. Oh. <laughs> so what is that? No clue. Let me see if I can take a screenshot just because this is... <laughs> so your wife hasn't seen Cool Runnings? She, I think she, I tried to show her a picture. She's like, I don't recall it. So, and she's like... She watched all those movies because she loves the Sandlot. To her, like Sandlot's like her favorite oh, movie ever. Gosh, yeah, that's in that same like area too. I agree, I agree. No, she loves Sandlot. She just is like, I really don't remember this one. Maybe if I see it, I'll remember it. Oh gosh, that was John Candy's like one of his final last good movies. That was a, that was a good one. Yeah. So are you ready for this? Let's do it. All right. Welcome to the Nerd and Geek Section Podcast. I am your host, Mace, and along with me today is my buddy, George. Why don't you say hi, man? What's going on? What have you been up to this this week? Um, just uh, school and life. School catching, and up life. On, uh, catching up on uh, My Hero Academia, trying to finish that so I can jump on... Some of these other shows that you want me to watch. <laughs> like The Promised Land. Which I saw the first episode, and yeah, I definitely need to watch that. <laughs> that <laughs> okay. was enough to, to hook and bait real quick. It All right. Hook and bait me. It got me. All right. You, since, you, since you brought it up, I was going to bring it up a little bit later, but since you brought it up, oh my gosh. What would you think? Um, it started off, I was like, oh, this is cool, little the kids, and they're running around, and I'm like, this, there has to be something to this fence that, you know, they can't cross, like, this is, it already looks kind of creepy, and when they, when that little girl looks in the back of that truck, and I saw that, I was like, whoa, whoa, pause, <laughs> pause, <laughs> like, this is not, that's not what I was expecting, like, yeah, yeah, like, I felt for those kids, that horror, they felt, I kind of felt with them, that was, yeah. I mean, we might we might as well talk about episode one. Um, I definitely don't want to talk past them because it just gets better and better. But yeah, when 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 the two kids, you know, finally see, you know, their friend slash, you know, at this point their family, and basically the life has been sucked out of her. You know, it's. I, I I love how this show is because it's a new way of kind of showing horror, you know, and I, the Japanese just know how to do horror in my opinion. And it wasn't overdone, but it was like creepy enough to be like, caught, give you a reaction like, oh man, like. Right. They kind of make you. They make you fall in love with her character just from that first episode. You think she's like super adorable, like, oh, she must have got a like me thinking, trying to like just see it from a. I know I knew something was gonna happen, but I'm like, oh, she's maybe getting adopted. That's what this is about. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. no. Nope. She's gonna be meal for some <sighs> unsurprising guests. 
So and those things were creepy. I was like, okay, so now I need to f- watch this. Is this going to be some supernatural monsters that eat these kids, or what is going on? And then that mom looks so sweet and like she's in on it. I'm like, oh no. And then when she found the little rabbit on the floor, I'm like, oh, they're done. Yeah, poor rabbit for Connie. Ah, uh, that was yeah. That was a really. I'm not gonna lie. That's a really good first episode for a series to hook some people to get it. And to what's, start like that to give it a shot. It was really good. And what's crazy is it only gets better and worse at the same time. It's, oh man! <laughs> I mean, I, I let's see the the manga for it uh, just came out here for book nine. And you know, after watching it, I found out it takes everything that conspires in this first season goes up to basically book five in a way doesn't finish book five, but kind of ends with like 20 pages into book five. Gotcha. So it, cause a while ago I was wondering, you know, why in the world are they waiting a year to do season two? Cause I, I thought it was just going to take like three books, but I hadn't watched all of the anime yet so when i finally finished it and checked checked it out because it'd been a while since i've read that far back i'm like holy crap they got through a lot of that manga i understand why it's gonna take another year because they in a way they need more source material so but if they're gonna take their time and it's that good just from what i saw and from what you guys are telling me i think they should take all the time they need oh is that I'm going to definitely finish that. As soon as I finish my hero, I'm jumping right on that. Because that was, like I said, that f- most of the time shows pick up slow. But that first episode was enough to like, oh, man, I got to watch this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's literally the first time where I watched episode two and I could not wait. I downloaded every single copy of that onto my iPad so I could read it. <laughs> I could not wait. Um, so... It's man, it, it's one of my all-time favorite animes, easily. So you're in for a ride. Despite- I'm looking forward to that one. And hopefully, school being over this last like two weeks, I'll be able to once it's over, like really kind of. Even though it. I'm not a binger, I can like at least binge, you know, a couple episodes at a time and catch up as fast as possible. Yeah, and then of course I haven't watched it yet, but Toonami aired the first episode of it. I believe it was. I just had it out. I think it was last last Saturday, which to us would have been yesterday. Um, so now it's starting to come out in English. So if you prefer that way, go for it. But it'll take longer <laughs> in the in the end. So um, so cool. That's the English dub, correct? Yes, the English dub. Okay, gotcha. So I've heard that. The trailer, the trailer that I saw for it, you know, to me, it's nothing new, but the voices is what kind of gets you. And I guess the mom just sounds like utterly like sweet, you know, like that. I'm not saying like, you know, both our moms were like horrible or anything, but it's like, <laughs> um, like the sweetest person you could ever meet. So that makes it even worse. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to rewatching it with the English dub, but I think I'm going to wait, like, 
couple weeks until I get into it. Kind of like binge it every like you know three or four weeks. Because I I kind of like I like the binge watching. <laughs> no, of course, and especially if it's show like you already seen it. You don't want to see one episode. Wait a week. One more episode is gonna drag on forever. Yeah. So I mean, I got I got it on record. So gotta love that digital recording stuff. So, um, we're pretty much, when it came to news this week, a lot of it has started, it started like Friday, and it's all been Star Wars. Yes. All yes. been Star Wars. And, you know, I before we started this, I told you I was so unprepared for this because I did most of my news segments for the Friday podcast, so when it came to my news... I didn't have too much, so I'm glad that you've been kind of, you know, preparing in a way with all. I'm glad Star the Star the Star Wars thing is out, so because there's been tons oh, yeah, of news for it. I'm on that. I'm on that. <laughs> so, um, why don't you tell us some of the things that have been announced, and we can just gradually so, talk about them. First was the. I mean, we have the movie, and then we have the game. Um, as excited I am for the movie, I think the game is what really has me excited. Yeah. Um, I know there was a lot of, uh, there's always a little bit of hesitation with any new Star Wars game. Cause you know, EA is, uh, not really in the, the gamers good graces at this point, but yeah, from what it sounds like they have officially stated no microtransactions, there's going to be a story, no multiplayer. And I think that's what people are really looking for in Star Wars right now. I don't think anybody's mm-hmm. interested in any multiplayer type game. They just want a story. They want to be able to beat it. You know, I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, it's Respawn, and uh, they've had some good um, history so far from what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I just they just can't mess it up, and they're under a lens right now. So EA, in a way, is good for us gamers that EA is right now in the hot seat. So hopefully they deliver with this. Yeah. I mean, the past couple games that have come out, or, well, I don't want to say that they came out with, it's more of their, you know, little companies that have come come out with stuff, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they're under a very big lens right now, and the whole microtransaction stuff, I could not believe that we're actually getting a game that is a pure single player experience with no microtransactions coming out from EA. To me, that just boggles my mind, let alone that it's a Star Wars game. It's and, Even if they don't make as much money as some other games, this might be the game that gets them back in some in the good graces a little bit. So maybe they'll break even or, you know, make some profit, maybe not as big as, you know, some of these multiplayer games like FIFA or, you know, like FIFA, FIFA's like their their workhorse for EA. Yeah. You're not, they're not going to rack in the FIFA dollars, but maybe they'll get some fans to, to start playing again. The Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, it's called. Yeah. And it just it looks, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, the story already sounds really good. And I... They're basically, from what I understanding, they're taking some of the um, the villains that were in Star Wars Rebels and putting them into this game because it's all about this uh, Jedi who escaped the um, 
you know, the, um, I'm, I'm blanking now because I, I don't really think of the prequels as much, <laughs> but, no. when, well, but when, you know, the order came down from Palpatine to get, you know, to execute all the Jedi, order I guess 66. Yes, sir. Yes. Thank you. Um, you know, they, you know, this one guy managed to, or this one Padawan was able to escape and he's just living this or trying to live this normal life. And it looks like something happens and he's thrust to do something incredible, which requires him to use his powers. And now ever now, I guess everybody knows who he is and he's on the run. We get a play as this character. So to me, the story sounds really good. So well, yeah, that's I'm what... excited. And I really like the rebel series or the animated series. I know it, it got mixed reviews from the community, but I actually really enjoyed it. I liked um, it too. My and my favorite, you know, one of my favorite, you know, bad guys, if that's what you want to call it, it's always been Grand Admiral Thrawn. I read all his books so far. I'm dying for his third one to come out. Um, he's just, I'm, I loved him in that series. I can't wait for them to do a movie just on him. <laughs> at some point, I think he's got. He has a huge fan base as it is. So I'm hoping if, if he were to come out in this game somehow. Oh man. Oh, well, never know. I mean. It's it's Star Wars. <laughs> Anything is possible, seeing as you know the trailer, which I which I think we'll probably might as well go ahead and talk about now. And the big reveal is Emperor Palpatine is officially back. And I want to. That's the that's the tease. I'm not gonna get my hopes up because it could have just been placed there to tease people. But G- I, I watched the trailer. I was excited with it. I was like, this is going to be good. And then when I heard that audio at the end, I was like, no way. Yeah. Hold on one second. Rewind. I rewinded like five different times. Yeah. I'm J- like, that's who I think it is. J.J. Abrams has confirmed it. Nice. Palpatine is back, and I want to know how in the world he did it. I really want to know. Because in Battlefront 2, I never um, – I ended up playing it um, through the EA little um, – premium pass that i got mm-hmm. where you can play a whole bunch of games basically for like that monthly subscription or whatever it is and i played it a little bit just to see what the fuss was about I wasn't a huge fan but he technically comes out in that storyline in that game oh really so it's yes he comes out as like i guess like transferred his essence to another another being or a robot you know i'd be lying to you if i told you exactly how it worked but he technically was alive still so that's hmm and in some of the books, I guess he had bodies that he was hoarding to transfer his essence. There's there's some Palpatine did not want to die, so there's I'm pretty sure, pretty sure he came up with something. He wasn't gonna go down that easy. Nice. I'm I'm actually excited to see how they bring him back in the into the fold. So, no, it's gonna be good. I'm not a, I'm not an episode. Uh, what is it? Eight technically was the, the the last Jedi, right? Is that the eight? I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not a hater of that one. Uh, I'm not saying it's the best of the Star Wars series either. Um, I guess I watched it through a different lens, and I don't have the same expectations others do. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a complete hater of that movie. I thought it was okay, except some some things I didn't like. But this one, I'm just hoping it does it some justice. So <laughs> the community, because it's almost like toxic to this point, how bad the community is. Yeah, and I think some of and I think some of it's valid. It's just the way they go about it, like attacking the actors 
and social media and stuff like you know they got paid to do these roles that ain't like, like yeah it's uh, not like they they're the ones that created them they got told what to say and they said it like i don't know what the it's a, it's a little too much guys yeah i mean i it, it's really sad when a community like you know especially like star wars you know starts attacking actors for what they're you know trying to act out what to do and it's 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 not right i mean if 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 you don't like it you know rage war against like the director or the writer or something but don't take it out on the actors they're just in a way doing what they're told yeah and i, I think it's a lot of the, it's just the nostalgia community like i get it star wars was dear to you but you have to understand they're gonna try to appeal to the newer generation that's just how they're going to keep the saga going they're not always going to appeal to the previous one that's just how it is yeah so i i I don't know maybe i just see it like that and like i said i get the gripes with the last one but i wasn't a complete hater of it i actually enjoyed it i went to the movies to see that one but just seeing this this trailer right here this teaser it looks good to me Mm -hmm. i'm excited finn's back i was a little salty they show c3po without r2d2 but that's just me being with the nostalgia because I love R two. Yeah. Um, they showed him with BB eight, but that was it was awesome. Finn's back, pose. It looks like pose there, so that's gonna be cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Chewbacca's in the background too. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. There's uh, I I found it on Twitter. It was a couple days ago, and it it start it had a picture from uh, Solo, and it was between uh, Han and Lando. And it's right after Han get, you know, wins the Millennium Falcon from Lando, mm-hmm. and Lando comments to Han, he's like, "I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get my ship back," and Han's like, "Over my dead body," and then it, <laughs> it uh, then shows the picture of him from the trailer flying the Millennium Falcon, and the caption was, "Look who got the last laugh after all." <laughs> Oh, I know what you're talking about. It shows, yeah, it shows like Orlando back in the in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think one of my buddies posted it. Like, oh, he said it. Oh man, I'm 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 thinking. You know, is it too soon? And then I'm like, no, no, that that's a pretty good joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I get why Han has such a huge fan base. I I personally am not like a, I'm not a hater of Han Solo. You know, I, I'm just not like a fanatic either. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not in my my top favorites. Yeah, I mean, if I had to choose between Han or Lando, I would probably pick Lando to be honest. Same here. I Same mean, here all day. Dude is smooth. He yeah, is that's, just that's his smooth, thing. You know, and ah, uh, he's just he's just he's too cool. He's just too cool. So, um, all right, what else do you got uh, from the Star Wars celebration that, from this weekend? Um, so if for those pop nerds like myself <laughs> that like the Funko Pops, there was a couple releases like uh, uh, exclusive uh, Darth Maul, uh, Watto, um, and then some Chrome. I think it was Chrome Leia, Chewbacca, uh, Stormtrooper, Darth Vader, um, Boba Fett, and there was one more. But there was some Chrome editions. Like, and I know a lot of people aren't a fan of the Chrome Funko Pops, or they are a little lazy. Mm-hmm. It's just basically remakes of the old ones with painted gold. 
Right. But, uh, the nerd in me had to get the whole group. I couldn't <laughs> just get some of them. Yeah. Oh, and Yoda. And Yoda. There were some exclusive to uh, different places. Hot Topic, Amazon, Target, FYI. So I basically stayed up all Friday night, just just kept re- or Thursday night refreshing, refreshing these pages so I can because they go fast, especially the Darth Maul. So um, yeah. those came out. Those came out. Those exclusive Funko Pops. Um, they had some Pez dispensers that were exclusive to Star Wars for the convention. Um, and that's about it. Besides, I didn't really... Uh, there was some canceled pops that they demonstrated at the convention that um, I guess people were not too fan. They didn't like them or they didn't have a lot of um, support, so they canceled them. And these kind of involved a lot of the Rebel series um, ones. It was like Kanan with his mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezra, when he, got his, when he got a haircut, you know, when he grew up a little bit. Yeah. Sab- it was Sabine with... Her full helmet gear, and then I think it was Gar Saxon was uh, uh, another one, but I guess they, I don't know, they canceled them. So that was a little sad for me because I actually like the Rebel series. That's um, about it for Funkos, and then just the movie and the game. I think once the movie and the game got announced, anything else that had to do with Star Wars was forgotten. Yeah, um, there there was a lot announced, um, at least for like on the Disney side. With Galaxy's Edge, um, I saw it was posted on Twitter that, and a lot of, I'm really kind of getting aggravated with the Disney YouTube, uh, just group. They're they're, <laughs> when it comes to Galaxy's Edge, when it when it was announced that the main attraction is it's not delayed, but the galaxy's edge is opening like probably three or four months early and the main attraction won't be ready. They just started complaining because they can't visit the place all at one time. Now, if they want to ride both rides, they either a have to wait till the new one comes out or they go early and go twice. So now the thing that they're complaining about is I guess galaxy's edge is going to be so immersive that if you want to buy a Coke, like in a bottle, it's going to be way different than if you just get a Coke in a bottle. They almost, in a way, kind of look like ornaments, so to speak. Oh, I see. <clears throat> but they're, they, it does not say, say Coke, but it says Coke in whatever language is being presented at Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. That's actually kind of interesting. It's like a little grenade. Right. And then um, the the sprite one I think looks uh no no not the sprite the water the Dasani looks a little bit different too, you know. And they're complaining about this in the way of if they're gonna do this, they should do it for all the all the parks at Disney. I'm like, what? I think people are becoming a little too entitled with what they're fans of. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a I mean, little too entitled. Now I will agree. And I was talking about this at supper tonight. It would be kind of cool to have a Haunted Mansion special, like, Coke bottle. I think that'd be cool, but I think it's going way overboard. I don't. I can th- see that. I can see that. I think Star Wars being new, they're trying to go all in on Star Wars right now. I, I think that's what it is. It's not that they don't care about their other stuff. I think is everything else already has their established, like, fan base and the people that are going to go every year, every couple of months. Like, I live in Florida, and I know people that go every two months because they have season passes, and they go 
every two months to check out their favorite stuff. Star Wars bringing new. I think they're just really trying to do it really big because Star Wars has fandoms, you know, all across the world. Right. So when these people come from overseas and different places, like they're going to they're going to leave with a little grenade looking Coke bottle like. Right. You know, things like that. I I think they're just going above and beyond to really push this so they can obviously milk it for its money. I mean, it's it's already been announced that, you know, there's a special Star Wars hotel that's going to basically be uh, put up behind Galaxy's Edge. And that's a full immersion hotel experience. And oh, you can imagine a cantina. Oh, it's going to oh, be so cool. Dude, I mean, even the cantina at Galaxy's Edge, uh, just the concept art and everything they're doing. Oh, my gosh. It's it's so cool, dude. Um, I'm excited. But this hotel is only going to have roughly around 33 rooms. Well, it's probably going to be expensive, too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I have a feeling That's it's going to be price. right, right up there with the cruise line, in my opinion, in in cost. I mean, mm. it's going to be it's all inclusive, which means you know you don't pay for the food, you don't pay for you know all these extra stuff. It's just all inclusive into the into the deal. But I mean, th- like thirty three rooms, and I think four of them are like premiums or something like that. So and that exits out into Galaxy's Edge. So it, I mean, Disney is definitely taking the Star Wars universe to a next level of a of a like a pure experience. You know, I mean, if they're going all the way to disguising Coke, Coke and Diet Coke and Sprite into, you know, a different, <laughs> uh, literally drinking experience, I mean, I love it, but I don't think these youtubers necessarily need to go all crazy and be like oh if they're gonna do this now they got to do it everywhere i, I no, would and i understand where they're coming from like you said too like you kind of understand i get it i really do but i think this being so new it's all business coke is gonna make money off of this mm-hmm. you know if they whatever else you know for all you know capri sun juice pouches are gonna <laughs> do you know a, a deal with these you know so it's 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 going to be a win-win for a lot of business. That's really what it is. Yeah. It's, it's new and it's going to sell and it's going to make money. I mean, I know. I mean, just as of right now, I plan on buying a Coke and a Sprite bottle just to take home and put up. Put it up beside my Kylo Ren figure and all that. So This is I, probably the only time I can say I'm proud that I, I'm happy that I live in Florida <laughs> and I live an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was gonna be awesome. Now, whoa! Speaking of pops, though, um, I I didn't know if you were interested in this one, but there is an exclusive Star Wars Park one for Star Wars that's coming out. And yes, it's a droid. Yeah, I want it too. The Rex droid. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew about that or not. Yeah, I follow this page that's really good about like. I mean, sometimes they find out. Before the stores know they're getting their stuff, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, the DJR three X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool looking, but it, you know, for some of these, I know people that are co- that are collected that are willing to buy a ticket just to go pick this up and leave. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna spend that much money on a pop. You know, like I love collecting them, but I'm not that hardcore. See, I'm There's wondering, I'm wondering if it's gonna be available at Disney Springs because I know they have a. Uh, 
that Star Wars. Actually, I think they have a couple Star Wars stores there. Um, and I know their last exclusive didn't really pan out too well. So, um, but it was. I mean, as long as they get an abundance, I'm not saying they should make a whole bunch because some people really like the exclusivity. And what's the point of making if it's if it's gonna everyone can have it? But I think they should make enough where you know people aren't gonna have to be like, oh, I have to go to Disney this July. If not, I can't get it. And I should have enough where. They're gonna have a constant stock at least for the next year, because a lot of people are planning to go, but they want to wait till every, you know, at least most of it's done or complete, so they can right. see the new park. Right. So they should at least hold off a little bit, or again have plenty of stock where the, you know, for the next couple of months they're always gonna have at least a certain amount, not just oh they're out, because these pops go fast sometimes depending on the character. Like Dragon Ball Z is the worst when if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan and you collect pops, I'm sorry because those things are the worst. Those mm-hmm. things go fast. Oh, yeah. Star Wars is kind of like that, but not as bad. Yeah, I was lucky to get my Ultra Instinct Goku. I was real lucky. (laughs) Oh, yeah, those things, every time Brawly comes up or the Goku exclusives for, like, GameStop, and they go up, you know, for example, at 751 by 753, they're out of stock. (laughs) It's insane. It's insane. Man. So, is is that it for Star Wars news? Um, yeah, as far as I know, that's, um, basically, basically, those are the biggest news. The movie, um, teasers out. Yeah. So at least we know what's, you know, it's for Christmas. It's still a little bit above a wait, but it's not too bad. And then for the gamers, that Jedi Fallen Order. Oh. Look forward to it. I can't wait for that. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. When I was looking up some news while, um, we were kind of discussing everything, um, I might as well bring up the one before we started talking and everyone knows who listens to this podcast, how much I am getting so annoyed with Disney remaking all my childhood classics (laughs) into live action movies. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I learned of this one. I didn't even know this was in development, but they're now doing Lady and the Tramp. Now, it's not coming out in theaters along with all, you know, all these other ones, but it is coming out on Disney Plus. But I'm tired of these remakes. I mean, the, uh, George, I mean, you made the the comment saying, you know, they're trying to remake these for a new generation, but Oh, oh man, I'm just tired of seeing something say it's live action when CGI is involved with the characters. No, I I'm with you 100. percent I just you know I try to be the devil's advocate, you know, and try to be like, okay, they're they're really trying to entice the new generation, not so much the old one. But regardless, it's like it, it's it's a jab at the gut for sure when you're like. That is such a classic. Like Lady in the Tramp, there's no reason. All you all you have to do is do what you do with everything else Disney. Come out with a remastered, you know, fix some of the graphics or something. Make it the 25th, 30th, whatever anniversary edition, and put it back in the stores. And all the kids that are younger now can rewatch it, and everybody wins. You don't have to remake it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um... You don't. You know. So that's where I'm a little annoyed. I think they can just do like the remastered, whatever anniversary edition every 10 years and they could basically sell the same movie over and over and over and blu-ray and you know before it was like vcr dvd blu-ray whatever's next 
and you can just keep doing that, and it'll never go out of style. Yeah. These these live animation or whatever they call it, live action, whatever, it's it's pushing it. It's pushing it. And Lion King was that was that was a brave, very brave move to do. But now with like Lady and the Tramp, I'm like that's too much. You you haven't even given us Lion King yet, and you're already throwing this at us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on the upside, the the cast looks halfway good. Um, the person, uh, the director who did the Lego Ninjago movie, which kind of has me a little worried about this, is the one who's taking charge of this project. Um, mm. It was written by Andrew Bujalski, and I probably, as usual, messed the name up. Um, but the lady in tramp is going to star Tessa Thompson, Justin Thoreau, uh, Janelle Monet, Thomas Mann, Kiersey Clemens. This one I like Benedict Wong, Ashley Jensen, and this lady is downright hilarious. And I hope she is used in a comedic aspect is Yvette Nicole Brown. So... There's that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking at the cast right now. So I'm, I know Janelle Monae. I like her as a as an artist. Uh, I'm trying to look at some of these other ones, see if I recognize them. Hmm. Yvette Nicole Brown does um, a show on Netflix. Um, it's a oh, what what is it called? It, it's it's a show where these basically uh like pastry people think that they're like the best at making desserts and they come on the uh nailed it that's what it's called and they'll present like a cake and they have to make it as close to that cake but it ends up being like like really bad and she hosts this and she's downright hilarious in it so yeah, I'm looking at her now. I recognize her. I recognize her. <laughs> her Twitter is actually funny, pretty, t- uh, pretty funny as well. Um, so yeah, I, I know that they need material for this Disney Plus. I mean, not not just bringing back their current and old catalog is is not going to do do it well. They need to have new stuff. But Lady and the Tramp. And the the dogs that are at least being shown here, I mean, they're the same breed, but um, the tramp is like has bl- uh, black and and blonde in his hair. And lady, she kind of is close to the original, but tramp is definitely not gray. Yeah, no, this is. I have a feeling this was gonna get. Some some backlash. I I could already see it. <laughs> I could already see it. <laughs> um, let's see. Box office this weekend. I usually don't talk about the box office, but I found it interesting that a movie that I really wanted to see, but has gotten really poor reviews, and I guess it did pretty poor at the box office as well. But Shazam is still on top, while Hellboy managed to be second. But I guess second is pretty bad. Well, from what I've seen on YouTube, um, with some of the early folks, I got to see it early. Um, even like 
Angry Joe, who's not like any by no means the best source. He's just somebody like I just enjoy watching some of his stuff on YouTube just because it's it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but even his video, um, and some of the people I've seen, yeah, not not happy with that movie at all, which is surprising. Well, I thought that was gonna be a, a hit, even if it wasn't great. I knew it was gonna it was supposed to do good at least. Well, but, here's yeah, the thing. Here, here's the thing. It's you know, Guillermo del Toro was originally hoping to do Hellboy 3. And it looked like it was actually going to happen until all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they decided to just reboot it. I'm hoping, um, and I, I, at least I'm reading here, it's, it's supposed to make roughly anywhere between 16 to just $20 million for opening weekend. Um, I hope this is enough to hopefully put the reins back in del Toro's hand and give us the final chapter of Hellboy because his two movies, I thought they were great, but this one, man, Evan and I, we were going to go see it. And once we heard the reviews, we were like, eh, never mind. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I'm, and I'm surprised. Cause I mean, the, the original Hellboys were actually pretty good. I'm not, I'm not sure why they didn't just continue that or, or I don't know, maybe do like a prequel to the original. I don't know something, but this, this reboot just no. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like David Harbor, you know, he's in stranger things. So I had, I honestly had really high hopes for this because I figured if the third, third one for Del Toro was being, you know, scrapped for a remake or a reboot, you know, then it has to be better than the original. And from what it sounds like, it's opening up at the third spot and not doing too well. So I'm looking at it right now. It looks like Shazam is is killing it. Yeah. But, you know, also, and and I'm not trying to, to like put down Shazam because I've heard nothing but great things about it. Um, but there's it doesn't really have anything to compete against as either. You know? Oh, they released it at a good time. It was a smart yeah. release. It was definitely smart release. It was if they did it strategically that way, they did it right. Yeah. But from what it sounds like, it might have been one of those movies that might have not done as well as expected the first week, but as people saw it, it would have picked up because everybody that I've talked to, you know, and not saying that I my, my friends are critics by no means because you know they're not the best sources, but. You know, I have a lot of friends that like to post everything on Facebook. Right. And I've heard nothing but good about it so far. Everybody that's seen it. Yeah. I even see people saying, surprisingly, it was really good. I thought it was going to be another DC flop or blah, 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 blah. But no. No, it it ends up it's doing halfway decent. So so now I, I have a question for you. Are you seeing Endgame? Yes, but uh, I'll probably watch it after everybody. I've seen everybody post pictures of, I got my tickets, I got my tickets, I got my tickets. I'm probably going to wait till the, because I don't do big crowds, I'm going to wait. Even though that movie's going to probably have the theaters packed for like a month straight. Oh, Easily. Easily. Just at uh, my AMC theater, and we're just talking this one theater, it has 30 theaters, you know, or 30 you know, movie theaters in it. Okay. So it can hold a lot. They were, um, when 
AMC when AMC's website went down that day, I mean, I remember talking to you. I was kept pressing refresh on my phone every single time. And the amount of times it's being shown that day was insane. I mean, just uh, it just starting on Thursday there was like a 615, 645, 7, 730. And that was just on one of the same screens while I think there I think at least twelve of the theaters are being dedicated to it. Man, I can only imagine that's that movie and then you know it's that's gonna this is gonna be one of those movies that's gonna have people watching it multiple times in theaters, not just once. Yeah. You know, especially if it's as long as it's good, as long as it it's just as good as, you know, um was the one. Oh my I can't believe I can't ever remember the movie. Infinity War. Mm-hmm. As long as it was just as good as that, oh man, I'm just not looking forward to. That's all people are going to be talking about and spoiling. And oh man, when yeah. the Endgame comes out, the the internet's breaking for a couple of weeks. That's for sure. Oh, by far, by far. I mean, I have tickets for opening night that Thursday at six fifteen, and um, since AMC was down, I went ahead and got tickets at Marcus which is another movie theater by us but I couldn't get them till Saturday so now I have these two set of tickets I mean I can easily refund one of them but I got a feeling after seeing it once I'm gonna want to see it again so I'm keeping the second pair of tickets just as insurance so um but kind of segueing from that you know it's kind of been announced that Marvel has finally greenlit a black Black Widow movie. Finally. Oh, um, thank goodness. That I'm interested in. <laughs> right. And um, it, it, it has been announced that David Harbour of Hellboy <laughs> is uh, in talks to be in the movie. Also rumored uh, Rachel Weisz. And I didn't know this. I I don't know this person. Uh, Florence Pugh. I guess she's in Fighting with My Family. I don't know if that's a TV show or a movie or what. But supposedly they're rumored to be in the movie. And then Australian director Kate Shortland is directing it. So... I'm interested oh. to see where this movie's gonna go. Like, if, I'm not like a huge Marvel. Like, I'm, I don't pretend I'm like the Marvel genius. Read the comics, everything. I just generally oh, like not? certain characters. Well, because I know <laughs> if I if God God forbid I say one thing wrong about you know I don't know origin of something you know it's like nope let's jump down his throat you don't know what you're talking about you're not a real fan uh, all the uh, I just like certain characters that I remember seeing like growing up and. Like, Hulk is my guy. I love the Hulk and Deadpool. And, you know, with the pop collecting, I just get the ones that I like. I did end up getting the full Endgame set because Infinity War, I watched way when it got released on Netflix. That's when I saw it. (laughs) So I was very late to the party. But I really did enjoy it. Like, this is really good. I'm like, what is the big hype about? What is? I I haven't seen all the Marvel movies. I've Mm -hmm. seen, you know, a few and far in between. You know, so I'm a, I guess, casual fan. Mm-hmm. But if if Endgame's anything like Infinity War, I mean, it's going to be amazing because Infinity War was so well done. So oh well gosh, done. 
I mean, yeah, that's that was awesome. Black Panther, that one, and oh. Ragnarok are like my favorite movies from from all. I'm not saying they're the best in any particular order. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want anybody on the podcast to be upset with me. But <laughs> those are my. Those are the three that really like from the ones I've seen that are. I just really enjoy them. I, the I can rewatch them and just enjoy them every single time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many Marvel movies. There's so many good ones, and there there are some bad ones. <clears throat> Hulk, but um. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can't wait for Marvel to be able to do like one whole. I don't even know if they're ever gonna redo a, a Hulk. Maybe Hulk is best done as a feature in other movies. I don't know. I Hulk to me is a character that needs another character along with him. That's why I thought Ragnarok for Hulk yes. was just perfect. Perfect. And I then, agree. and then let alone, you know, ever, ever since Avengers where those two kept, you know, butting heads. I mean, it, it, it was just a matter of time in a way to get like this buddy cop kind of movie before, uh, with Thor and Hulk, you know, so that that's why I really liked Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok, and that's probably the best Thor movie out of the three, in my opinion. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I think for me, being biased, it's some people didn't like the so much comedy. That's probably what made me like it the most. Is that I love like like laughing. Nothing better than me seeing some cool action and laughing at the same time. Like I. You know, it was you can't get better than that for me for my enjoyment. So I love that, and then like Korg, I love that. That's like my favorite character from the whole movie. <laughs> like he became my guy. I love Korg. You know, he's carrying the little thing, thinking it's dead. You know, like that just thing is it's it's epic. Yeah, you know, I got his pop as soon as it came out. That was an exclusive, and I had to get it because that that character was awesome. I I really hope to see him in another movie at some point with with Thor. That would be really cool. So. Yeah, that would be. But I have I have a feeling Thor's Thor is probably going to be done after after Endgame, which is kind of sad. But um, aren't a lot of the aren't a lot of the cast like ready to you know move on from from this stuff from what I was hearing? Yeah, um, there's been a couple people have who have said that they would return if you know the script was right. Um, Robert Downey Jr., even though he keeps saying he, he's done with Iron Man, he keeps saying that, you know, if the script is right, I'll come back. Um, but we we don't know too much after Endgame. All we really have concrete evidence of is Spider-Man. And that's it. I mean, we have theories that there should be a Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, you know. But other than that, when it comes to the core, you know, Avengers, Black Widow, um, we, 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 we know Black Widow is coming out with a movie, but we have no idea on a timeline. It could be a prequel. It could end up being after Endgame. Um, Hawkeye is going to be giving up his Hawkeye name for a TV series on Disney Plus. So we should have hawkeye after this but as for like captain america iron man hulk thor we just don't know too much now so maybe it's not a bad maybe it's good to allow some i don't know some new characters to develop and maybe bring them back like you know for for cameos or you know shorter roles because i it's 
the only bad thing is it's there's multiple negatives to them being so good at those roles. You know, now hopefully they don't have issues finding other, you know, being in other movies because now they're so known for these characters that it's hard for them to do other movies. Right. Hopefully not. You know, hopefully that doesn't happen to them. But that does happen. That does happen to certain actors where they're always known for that particular role. Um, but also is you, who can who can redo those roles and fill those shoes? Like it's whoever does it, even if they're decent, they're they're gonna get destroyed because it's not like especially Iron Man. I'm, that's my least favorite, by the way. Which I know I get a lot of heat for. That's my <laughs> least favorite of the Marvel for whatever reason. But. I love like no one can play that role like he can like Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr. I don't think anybody can do it, so it's gonna be rough, you know. Like that's... No. I mean, in in the comics, uh, some of them kind of hand the torch down to someone else. Like Iron Man mm-hmm. has, you know, we've seen Pepper Potts as Iron Man, and there is another one out in uh, comics, but I can't remember her name. Um, but that seems to be kind of popular as of late. You have Captain America, who we both have in um, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, and Falcon. Both of those two have been Captain America in the past. So, I mean, there's even been a different Thor. We've had a female Thor before. So, it's like in this cinematic universe that Disney and Marvel have created... It, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> no, so. and I, I think it'd be awesome to see some changes, you know, even though I think the fans are going to have to look, you got to enjoy, what was it like 10, 15 years or something like that of these movies. Like yeah. you got to enjoy something that no generation will ever get to, to really experience the same way. That was epic, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy it, <clears throat> but close the chapter along with them. Let whatever comes next and give it a chance because it's gonna. It's and I'm not looking. For, that's the only thing I'm not looking forward to. The backlash that no matter what they do next, it's it's not gonna be good enough. Like if they try to come out with a female Thor, that's just gonna be, oh, you're trying to be politically correct and this and that. And people yeah. are just gonna bash it without even giving it a chance. Yeah. You know, be- and that's it's unfair. Yeah, and uh, I would probably say a good portion of people who have watched these movies don't realize, you know, some of these changes that have really already happened and it's not like that they happened recently either especially Mm -hmm. with i mean there captain america in his main comic went all bad guy with hydra you know and that could easily happen at the end of endgame i mean it probably it's not going to but who's to say captain america doesn't go bad guy and people would be all upset well, guess what? It's already been in like in the comics now for I don't know how long. That'd Almost be like cool. five I'm not gonna years. Lie. <laughs> I mean, it it was one of the big. It was such a reveal. Oh my gosh, it was just he he ended up in like all black and red, you know, for Hydra and all that as a suit, and uh, he was pretty cool looking as a Hydra agent. Let me tell you. I'm not going to lie. I think that would be kind of a cool twist, especially if they want to keep it going with a different twist. That would be legit. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens after, you know, I want to say the 26th, but since the movie really is coming out on the 25th, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens after Endgame. So, we got, oh gosh, 
got 11 yeah 11 days man yeah i know my, I, I don't know i don't know if my dad got tickets i, I want to say my dad might have got tickets i think him and my mom he asked me if i wanted to go and i was like not on the first week uh, it's it's gonna be too oh. many people and i'm I, not interested thank you for the invite so <laughs> i know he might be going See, I, I hate crowds as well. I am not big on it. Even going to Disney gives me anxiety sometimes. Um, but there's certain there's certain things like I'll deal with at the movie theaters, and Endgame is is definitely one of those that I'll gladly see on opening night. So, I am looking forward to when we talk after you watch it. If you're gonna be like super excited, like I can't wait for you to watch it to tell you, or if you're gonna be <laughs> like, uh, "Hey, I don't want to talk today. I'm not in the mood." Because <laughs> you know, as much as you don't want it to be negative, I don't think they can mess it up that bad. But you know, it can yeah. happen. It can happen. But you know, the 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 resume they have so far is very unlikely. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I wasn't sure of was Captain Marvel. And after watching Captain Marvel and the one little bit trailer where uh, Thor is kind of looking down Captain Captain Marvel and he has his uh, his new uh, axe come to his hand and she doesn't flinch at all and him saying I like I like her. <laughs> yeah, that scene was kind of cool. I I just seen that one. I didn't even know that reveal was out till like two days ago. Yeah. So, I Endgame's going to be fun. I can't wait to see it. Um has there been anything that you have been playing that's been different than Destiny? Yes, for for a little time now we've been playing Minecraft. Yeah, we have. So, and that's uh, actually been rather fun. It was just like a one night thing. Let's just play something a little different cuz Destiny's getting on our nerves and then here we are a week later. <laughs> My and my son is lost. <laughs> yes, oh, that is epic. <laughs> he is so far away in the oh. map. And you try to rescue him, and he, you're lost. So we're now. Oh my now gosh! So hopefully, we should be able to find each other now. But that's going to be a whole process within itself. It makes yeah. it fun, though. Well, it ends it up. Fun. It ends up. I'm close. Oh, I'm okay. Close. So after probably a total of two hours, probably a little bit more than two hours of traveling from our home base to try to get to him. I am almost there. <laughs> I oh, think so I still got a ways to go. Yeah. I, I think I have roughly around like, I think it said like 4,000 blocks. So it's not like too, too far, but it's still a little bit more to go. But if <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be interesting. We're him and I were trying to debate if we want to try to, find our way back through the nether. And then once we establish how to get back that way, go back and get the llamas to bring back to our, our place that way. Or if we're going to try to travel the way I did, <laughs> which is not going to be fun either. So but that's how much, that's how dedicated we are to get llamas back to our place. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm gonna. <laughs> that's gonna be so interesting. You guys, I, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna laugh trying to get us back because you guys. I literally just found a mine which has all kinds of cool stuff, and then you guys are literally on the other side of the map. <laughs> I was like, oh man, when you told me you were walking for like an hour and a half trying to find him, I'm yeah. like, oh, he's he's a good distance. That's yeah. gonna be fun. Yeah. So, 
So yeah, we we've been playing Minecraft, and surprisingly, it's been a lot of fun. Um, your si- your sister joined us, and my daughter has joined us. So no, we're having a good time. It's mellow. It's it's fun. It's time consuming too. You know, we get everyone's doing their own thing, but helping each other out at the same time, gathering mm-hmm. stuff. It's just a good chill time. Yeah, and it's cool. You know, we get to hang out with family at the same time and do it. So it's it's a good time. It's a good. It's a good break because as much as I love Destiny, you know, since this last update, it's, yeah. it's just Arc Week. The next thing, Arc Week was such a disappointment. I mean, everybody's calling it just a patch week, so it, uh, I don't know. I think I if it wasn't for Mayhem, people wouldn't even be playing it that much this week. Oh Honestly, yeah, the only thing keeping people playing right now is they knew what they were doing. Because Mayhem's like everybody's those that don't like Crucible are going to play Mayhem because it's more tolerable so they can work on some Crucible stuff during the Mayhem week. Because I know people that do not touch Crucible unless it's Mayhem week. Yeah. So maybe once a month they play Crucible for a week. Yeah. Um, Hopefully Bungie will hopefully get some better content out here in the next month or so when Penumbra comes out. But I don't know. So, well, do you have anything else you you would like to talk about? Honestly, man, no. I'm just trying to finish that um my hero academia, which I think is amazing. I'm I'm a little slow on it, but school school work's been taking yeah. a lot of my time these last couple of weeks. But definitely, uh, I'm gonna try to catch up and finish this. I'm I'm about maybe eight episodes um left season. in season three. Oh, left. So okay, that's not gonna be too bad. So I'll be finishing that soon. Well, that's good. That's, that's good. About it. All right. Well, thank you uh, for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And, of course. And um, thank you so much for having us in your ears. You can check us out on social media, on Twitter. You can check us out at our uh, wonderful webpage. Going to do uh, going to change up the days that these uh, podcasts are coming out. Think rather than Sunday and Friday, it's now going to be. Mondays and Fridays, so just just one day later, see how it goes. So, again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it, and have a great week. Thanks again.